It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. I think you could beat Biden. I think so. You're running them. No, I didn't say that. I just said I think I could. I mean, I think that that's, I mean, if you look at Florida. It would be harder to beat, Biden or Donald Trump? I don't know. Those are two different. Two different what? Two different, I don't know, two different opponents. That would be our Governor Ron DeSantis. He sat down with Piers Morgan. Uh, They keep on releasing all these clips from this interview, which is not going to be aired until tomorrow night on Fox Nation. But uh, DeSantis, between he and Piers Morgan, I don't know who laughed more. I've never seen Piers Morgan do such a friendly interview, actually. They, they were very chummy, and it went very well. But he asked him, you know, or he goes, so who's easier to beat? And he says, so you're running. He goes, I didn't say I was running. Yeah, this interview is making all the rounds now this morning. It's kind of the, the Piers Morgan started releasing little tidbits last night because, like you said, it's going to air, what, tomorrow? Tomorrow. So they started, you know, bringing out some little tidbits as, uh, oh, Ron DeSantis sounds off against Trump, calls out his chaotic style of leadership, and... It's not really that at all, but you know, is, they use the salacious headlines. It is Piers Morgan, too. So yes, that's Remember, right. he is British, so they always have a tendency to have salacious <laughs> headlines. Uh, but that's going to happen tomorrow. And basically what the governor said is, uh, I'm a pragmatic leader. I believe I kept on saying I believe I'm putting points on the board. Yeah, that's his thing. He uses that, spo- that sports analogy because yeah. he's a big baseball guy. I remember he's, you know... Played uh, baseball, Little League Baseball, and I think he played some in college, didn't he? Did I, I think so. I think so. Or at so. least high school. He played He played baseball. As Big sports baseball. guy. Yeah, and he always makes sports references. So that'll air tomorrow night, but I'm sure before tomorrow night we'll hear the entire interview. We'll have more cuts uh, throughout the morning. It's the South Florida Morning Show. I'm Jennifer Ross. Bill Adams has a couple of days off. I heard from good authority the Adams brothers are in town. Oh, it's official. Delray Beach, <laughs> we're putting you on warning. Boynton Beach. <laughs> Boca, the whole area, Lake Worth, Lantana, anybody <laughs> in point, points north, watch out. The entire Adams family is here. And they're all staying at Bill's house. Oh, <laughs> what a time. <laughs> that's great. That'll be fun. Oh, it's going to be It's going to be a great reunion. So, Bill, have a good time. Don't get arrested. That's all I'm saying. I don't have enough money to bail you out. Um, uh, speaking of getting arrested and being bailed out, no, the former president of the United States, Donald Trump, was not arrested yesterday, despite the pictures that were all over Twitter. Did you see these things? It's so silly. It was, it was, it was, they had a, a, it was an AI generated whole picture image and videos of Trump being arrested where the secret service is like protecting him and he's running down the street and the New York cops are chasing him. I'm like, oh God, please, please. <laughs> Some that people take time to create is just too much, but no, no, arrest date didn't happen. Sorry for all the deranged people out there who are planning your Donald Trump, you know, getting arrested parties. Didn't happen, just like we said, it wasn't going to happen. But I guess the plan is that he's going to be indicted today. Well, what happened is the grand jury had yesterday off. Monday they heard testimony, they had yesterday off, and then today they go back in the courtroom. I think they got one more witness, and then they start deliberating, or however it is that they determine a, a grand jury decides, yes, we're going to prosecute. So uh, then they'll, uh, they'll probably issue the arrest warrant. They say it'll be very gentlemanly. That they'll work out a deal between Trump and, you know, Alvin Bragg and his, you know, head honchos there at the uh, district attorney's office in New York. And then uh, he'll turn himself in next week. He says he's not afraid to be arrested. 
That one being Trump, that is. Right. Um, I guess guess. he's going to fly up to New York because we said yesterday, we've been saying it all week, actually, that this isn't, you know, what people are some Trump haters, you know, Trump derangement syndrome victims are are, uh, trying to materialize and make happen or fantasizing about. This isn't where they're going to swoop down in helicopters and arrest the guy and tackle him to the ground. (laughs) This is because of jurisdiction. It's a New York charge. He is in Florida. So what was it like they were just going to swoop him away and carry him away in handcuffs and stuff him in the back of the car? You know what I, I mean? I want to see him. That come, was never happening. They should put him back in the escalator situation in Trump Tower <laughs> in an orange jumpsuit and he should come down with handcuffs on. I, I think, think that would be great. You know what? Why not just make a whole production out of it? Like fly to New York and then just like shoot like a movie scene where like Trump is running down the street. That'll just, you should have fun with it. The cops can chase him, make it like a Benny Hill type thing. You start playing the music. Cops are slipping on banana peels. Anyway, it's just, it's just a phone with it at this point. It's just it's a circus anyway. Why not just make it into one? And Mr. Trump, if you're listening, we're giving you all these ideas. So yeah. get your production crew going, would you? So were you up late last night watching this? Can you punch me up over there so you can hear this? Sure. This, this is going to be, I figure, a movie on TLC within TLC. A, me- a, a week. It was cinema in real time. It was incredible. Trout's ready. 3-2. He struck him out. Otani strikes out Trout. And Japan's back on top of the baseball world. Obviously, it didn't come out the way I wanted to. You know, I think uh, as a baseball fan, I think everybody wanted to see it. He won round one. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, you can't take anything away from it. Just to be able to come out of the bullpen, you know, as a starter and, you know, showtime. So hats off to them guys over there. Tough night for us, but uh, we'll be back. That would be Mike Trout. Now his teammate, show. How do you say? You, you say? can do it. Come on, Shohei. There you go, Otani. Yep, that's uh-huh. it. Okay, Nailed but it. It, I mean, it was the bottom of the ninth. Two outs. They were behind by one run. Mike Trout could have gotten a home run and won it, or put somebody on base, and they could have scored after the fact. And then his teammate, uh, the pitcher for Japan. I mean, it was it was incredible. It's like a you know a magical movie moment. Here you are in the final of the World Baseball Classic being played down in Miami last night. USA down three to two, bottom top of the ninth because Japan had like home field. So top of the ninth, two outs, full count. Teammates facing each other with Otani and Mike Trout. Do and they like each other? Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, okay, friends. all right, all right. Just and what happens? I don't know. You're waiting for Mike Trout, one of the best hitters in the past sixty years, one of the best players in general in the past sixty years of this just generation for sure. And they go up against each other, and Otani strikes him out, and Japan wins the world championship. It was just an incredible moment. I wish USA would have won. Wow. But it was such a cool moment to see, and great for baseball. Wow. Japan ended up winning 3-2. to two. Yeah. One lousy run. All they needed was that home run. There was Trout at the plate. They didn't have anybody on base. If he wow. hit a solo homer, they could have tied the game. That's but incredible. Holy cow. Uh, struck what's, him out. What's going to be incredible is uh, your interest rates are going up again. So Yay. if you've got credit cards, be ready to pay more. And uh, let me see. What else could we talk about? <laughs> we have a great whale of a tale. And it is a true whale of a tale. Moby Dick is alive and well. That's all I'm going to tell you. Uh All the details coming up next at 8.50 WFDL. See South Florida Morning Show. Jennifer Ross of Bill Adams has a couple of days off. I'll be back next week. Dean are filling in for him over there on the other side. Did you stay up for that baseball game? I did. I was going to go to bed because there wasn't any basketball last all- night with the tournament. Why do you do this every and- every night? And then you come in here going, I didn't get any sleep. <laughs> it's just the I story of my life. Some basketball, baseball, football. Oh, forget it. Yesterday it was school. <laughs> I spent like six hours writing my new episode of UAP. 
I mean, just just six hours. Oh, it was crazy. Just make it up. It's all nonsense uh, anyway. <laughs> all the research. I watch all these videos, read all these articles, and really? then I try to try to structure it and see how I'm going to write it and make the show. If you don't, I have that podcast we talk about sometimes UAP. So I was trying to write that yesterday. And then before I knew it, it was eight o'clock. So okay, what's UAP mean? Uh, well, it, for the government end, it means unidentified aerial phenomenon, which is okay. like their new term for UFO. Okay. Mine means unidentified alien podcast. I kind of played off the government. Gotcha. Term. Yes. Gotcha. So, yeah. so you're talking about more more aliens this week? Actually, uh-huh. around your, I thought of you yesterday. I was writing it, not to get too far off track. You staying here, but uh, it's kind of like in your old neck of the woods, having to do with Montauk. Off of uh, Long Island there. Well, Montauk's a <laughs> yeah. big difference from Warwick <laughs> Island, but just, my, I have friends who lived in Montauk. Yeah. They were very wealthy. Um, I, yeah. I used to just drive by their house and wave. <laughs> I couldn't even stop and visit. So pretty interesting stuff. Yes. <laughs> okay. I, 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 I went to bed late. Yes. So you watched the baseball game where Japan beat the United States. Okay. I, just, I just was looking for an answer <laughs> <there>. <laughs> It was a long way to get to yes. I stayed well, up late to watch the end. It really was a long way to get there. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a long way for you to start paying off your credit cards. Oh, crazy. you're not, geez, you're not kidding. Uh, the, the Federal Reserve is going to come out today and say that uh, they're raising rates again. The big question is how much. Everyone's considering it's going to be like a... a quarter of a percentage i don't know we'll see point we'll see it could be half a, they, they say it could be anywhere from a quarter to a whole point I'm like there's a big difference folks yeah there is you know that's a big big difference lifetime debt here i am <laughs> yes i got news for you you're not the only one i know look at was it what was the story we had yesterday dollar tree isn't selling eggs anymore because they're too expensive that's right dollar tree they can't, <laughs> can't afford to buy eggs that's right i mean come on Ah, this is where we are. Build back better, Jen. That's build it. back better. Yeah, build back better. Oh, today. What is the White House doing today? It is where you're going to have a Kamala salad tomorrow. Oh, no. I'm telling you this right now because today the president and the first lady, Kamala and the second gentleman. What a goofy title. <laughs> uh, they're all at the White House for Women's History Month. Okay. Some kind of big reception. I don't know who they invited. I'm sure if I went and looked, we could find out. But Kamala is speaking. Did you see the... Whew. That's that's always words that send a shudder down your spine. Did you see, by the way, because we, we didn't really cover it in the moment as it happened, but I kept seeing the videos of the cast of Ted Lasso. Yes. They, they were at the White House. They're talking about mental health awareness. Yes, because Ted apparently, I don't watch the show because I don't have Apple TV. Right. But apparently he has a shrink or he has mental health issues or yeah, they always make through. reference to it, right? Right. So, so they, they were there. Jason Sudeikis was there. And they were at the White House press briefing room with Queen Jean-Pierre, and he was, like, standing at the podium talking with his castmates behind him. It was kind of a wild scene. So they were having fun and everything. And on his way off the podium, someone asked him, do you do a Joe Biden impression? He's like, no, I'd have to get some fake teeth for that. (laughs) 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 And then he he tried to save himself. And he's like, like, I need need a little bit more chutzpah to do an impression. And Kareem Jean-Pierre was like, okay, that's our time to go. Speaking of Kareem Jean-Pierre, we have to find the cut. Yesterday, somebody asked her about what the Federal Reserve was going to do with the banking. And, and you know, interest rates are going up. You had uh, uh, Silicon Valley Bank folded. You had Signature Bank folded. You had USB buying Swiss Bank in Switzerland. What's going on with the banking industry? Her response, the banking industry is... Yeah, flipping through the papers. Is, uh, is, it's, 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 it's solid. It, and I'm watching her. I'm thinking, do you even have a checking account? I don't think she does. 
She may not. She may not. She hadn't a clue what she was talking about. I'm thinking, and this girl's the press secretary. God help us all. <laughs> oh, I mean, she's been way over our head for a while. Just break. a little bit yeah. way over her head. Uh, speaking of uh, probably way over your head, you know, you think about teacher strikes, uh, custodian strikes, pilot strikes, all this other stuff. But when it comes to teachers like the Los Angeles Unified School District and the teachers walking alongside the cafeteria workers, bus drivers, custodians, special education assistants and more. On a three-day strike, you don't think about the 500,000 students who aren't in school and then the millions of parents who are affected because 500,000 kids aren't in school. Yeah, there's that. You know, but not in L.A. They don't care. They're striking. They're on day two. Yeah, they want a 30% increase. <laughs> this story's going to get bigger and bigger, I think, because I don't think that they're backing down anytime soon. And we, we brought it up yesterday because it had come out that they were going to start this strike and I started thinking to myself, boy, you know, I don't know the figures in L.A. County, but I'm assuming it's not small when it comes to the amount of teachers and students. The, I think they're the second. They're the second largest. Chicago may be first. New York may be first. I think they're the second I'm largest sure, school yeah. district. I mean, you start thinking about 500,000 students. Good God! Just think of when you're, one of your kids is sick and both parents work, yeah. or you're a single parent. And you're like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Sure, you know. And if you got three kids, two are going to school, one staying home, right. you got to run around crazy. Now you got more than half a million kids home. I'm thinking these poor, but no one ever talks about how the parents are suffering and who's missing work or who's got to take sure. a day off and take a vacation day. You keep walking that picket line. Yeah, and they will. No, oh, they will. <laughs> and and this is and this is where the pressure comes from. It should be the parents going. You know what? Fix it. They were offered a 23% increase and they turned it they down. They turned it down. So, which means I think you're right. This is going to be a very, very long battle. And they're going to yeah. win. They'll they, end they up will. Getting, they'll yeah. probably get 28%, if not more so. They'll fold. And then uh, something else will. And they'll finally say, okay, here you go. Here's your big raise. Have a nice life. All right. There's a guy. His name is Rick Rodriguez. He's from the Keys. I think he's probably like a professional captain or something. A boat captain? Sure. Okay. He and three of his friends. They were sailing, sailing on a 44-foot-long 44, 44 sailboat. It's a big boat. From the Galapagos Islands to French Polynesia. 13 days into their three-week trip. Yeah, I was going to say, that's quite a trip. Good gosh. 3,500 miles, Jeez. by the way. So, which makes me think he's a professional yeah, captain he and he's, he's probably a crew. Yeah. He said, the second pizza just come out of the oven. I was dipping a slice into some ranch dressing. Excuse me? Hold on. Can we, can we pause there for a second? I know, I know we're going to get to a crescendo here of the story. But the second pizza was coming out of the oven and he's dipping. What kind of boat does this guy have? Well, I would assume it's probably he's crewing somebody else's boat. So uh, either way, it's nobody's boat now because he said after the dip, he said the next thing you know, the back half of the boat flying violently straight up in the air. Oh, geez. And he goes, the whole crew knew we're done. Abandoned ship. He said people just started jumping. And he and his three crewmates were able to get into the life rafts. Was it the Kraken? What happened? The 44-foot vessel was taken down by Moby Dick. No. A whale. Oh, geez. Came out of the water, breached, and slammed right into the boat and sank it. That's Can you imagine? You're in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Wow. What are the odds? That's like one in 18 billion trillion zillion. I play a, yeah, right. Come on. Play the lottery at that point. Oh are you kidding God. me? For, that is just like something of a book. Isn't that amazing? They only had to spend only 10 hours at sea. 
and then somebody came by and uh a boat owned it was called the rolling stone by the way it was the name of the boat (laughs) came by and picked them up and they were able to get back to land but can you imagine a whale takes you a whale <laughs> takes you out in the middle of the ocean another reason for me to stay off of the water that's or right, go yes. into it that's the only thing i could think about no that's sailing for jen craziness <laughs> was just like, sailing through and oh a whale comes up and God. knocks it out wow that is pretty wild yeah, i don't know if you've been following this and you know i saw this yesterday and i went oh how big of his lawsuit is this going to be gwyneth paltrow the actress and you know the owner of goop and and she doesn't i don't think she acts much anymore because she's running this company uh she's on trial uh she's in park city utah she has been accused of hitting a skier and leaving him for basically dead on the side of the slope oh please according to this guy anyway (laughs) but that's not what anybody talked about yesterday when she was in the courtroom oh and all i I, this popped up on twitter and i went you've got to be kidding me this immediately sounds dumb it is really really stupid (laughs) and it's social media at its best and what oh and by the way donald trump did not get arrested despite the pictures you saw we'll have all the details and what's the latest with the former president and what Gwyneth Paltrow did in the courtroom that has everybody all a tither. (laughs) All right, Donald Trump, here's an update. Donald Trump has not been arrested yet, despite the pictures that you've seen all over Twitter and all social media where he was getting thrown to the ground by New York City police. (laughs) So silly, the stuff people make up. (laughs) I I saw these pictures yesterday. I said, Donald Trump arrested. I was like, okay, no, he wasn't. There hasn't even been a decision yet. Uh, let's t- start with, uh, yeah, the grand jury had yesterday off. They go back into session today. I think they'll hear from one more witness. Okay, so how reliable is this grand jury when Alvin Bragg, the district attorney of Manhattan's already said there's going to be an indictment of the former president from this New York grand jury when they haven't heard from the final witness yet who could probably negate everything that's been said, like Costello did there, the former attorney for the attorney, Michael Cohen. Just so deluded, this whole story. <laughs> well, I'm taking a look at tr- Trump's Truth Social here. Okay. And he's put up a screenshot of Fox News because, there's, like you said, there's just all this stuff swirling around. And it's a screenshot of uh, the front page of Fox News, which is funny because he always slams them. But you know he's on all these sites reading all the articles. And it says, sources say... There's real chance that D.A. Alvin Bragg, who we've talked about there in Manhattan, may choose not to charge Trump as rumors swirl. And that's the screenshot that he put up on his true social six hours ago. That's at midnight. This guy, he's just, he, he never, just never sleeps. sleeps. It was like 1230 in the morning. That's crazy. So, you know, we're, we're waiting to hear. We keep hearing, well, he's going to be indicted and he's going to get arrested. And that was two days ago. So now today the news was, well, he's going to be indicted today and then he's going to be arraigned in court next week. They're going to come to an agreement where he's going to, you know, show up and turn himself in, so to speak, to, uh, you know, show up in court in Manhattan and go through the whole process. And nothing's happened yet. Now, it may happen that way. But we're still waiting to see how things shake out. And it's just, it reminds me of like NFL free agency. I know Bill and I, we always equate everything with sports. But it it's, it reminds me of that. We call it silly season, okay? Which is like around oh, this time of year. They put the rumors out. They put just put out rumors, <laughs> and, and they do it. You know why they do it? Because they have no idea what's really going on. <laughs> so they just make stuff up. Just get something in the news cycle. Put it out there. Write a headline. Have people talk about it. And when something actually happens, 
then we can report on it. And this is basically what's happening with this whole Trump situation. Yeah, but again, it, well, let's go back to the fact that they keep on saying he's going to be indicted and they haven't heard from all the witnesses yet. So you're already uh, assuming yeah. that this, this grand jury is already against Trump. Which they probably are, they pro- but it is New York. We never it's know. Be, it's supposed to not be, but that's besides the point. You're supposed to listen to all the witnesses. They're saying maybe sometime this afternoon the indictment, if it happens, will come down. He won't be arrested today. No. They said they'll make arrangements for the president, the former president, to graciously turn himself in sometime next week. And then he'll walk in there, and they'll take some pictures, he'll and shake then shake hands, right? You know, he'll sign some autographs, and he'll sign his mugshot for people, and things like that. And then, uh, and then he'll, he'll be on his way, and then they'll drop the charges, and that'll be it. That's stupid. It's a complete waste of time, and it's, it's a dangerous use of the you know justice system for your own political gain, which is what the DA and the Democrats are trying to do. For their own political All game. because of an alleged affair that took place in 2006. Which, by the way, Stormy Daniels came out and said in 2018 that she made the whole thing up. So that's neither here nor there. <laughs> you know, it's it's... Uh, it's it's all craziness yes. to me. It's like, you know, the, the world is falling apart and all anybody cares about is whether or not Donald Trump. Trump is going to be indicted. Yeah, get Trump. It's, it's not to worry about that the Chinese president's no. over in Russia and the two uh, goombas there are having a grand old time together. Signing treaties. Yeah, and, and saying, oh, we're going to end oh, the, yeah. the war. Yeah, sure you are. I'm telling you, they're calling the call for it. Uh, Kirby, John Kirby with the Defense Department keeps on saying, the minute they call a ceasefire, you better watch out. United States, because China's over there. Just sped up the delivery of all these tanks, Abrams tanks, I think they're called. And what they're going to do is instead of building them from scratch, they're going to take the ones they currently have and the ones that are currently over there. And they're going to modify them so Ukraine can get them a lot quicker than originally planned. That's interesting. Yeah, because they said, well, they came up with, uh, you know, some framework to end the war and sign a peace treaty with Ukraine. And Zelensky has invited Xi Jinping. And yeah, we'll oh, see yeah. how all that works out. Yeah, I'm sure he wants to go. The Chinese president wants to go to Ukraine after this. I just want to know what Putin gave China in return. Oh, well, we'll never know what you know deals are made behind closed doors. But they said continued relationships and they don't want to, uh, they, they, they don't think the world should ever get into nuclear war. So they have all these nice headlines <laughs> that they never want to escalate the nuclear war. This is what Putin and Xi were, this is what's coming out of their meetings yesterday. They never want to escalate to nuclear war. They want to end the war in Ukraine. They feel like they have uh, come up with some ideas where they can sign a, you know, a peace treaty and end the war with Ukraine. And he wants to go to Ukraine and speak to Zelensky and be the mediator. These are all nice things that are coming out of the meeting yesterday, yeah. yesterday as you know the three-day summit ended. So how does this peace treaty work? You give us to Ukraine, we sign peace treaty. Uh, <laughs> Is that how this works? <laughs> Who knows what's really happening behind Russian the scenes. Accent, by the way. No, it's okay. I don't mind it as many better. Yesterday, I, you know, I, I, I know you guys call it the cesspool. It is. And every now and then I wander onto Twitter. It's kind of like you get lost in wormholes. Oh, yeah. And, it you know, I'm there for hours. Yesterday, this thing pops up on my Twitter feed. The serial killer of the ski slopes. <laughs> I went, what the heck? I'm thinking, oh, my God, there's another serial, you know, me and serial killers. Sure. I get all excited. I was like, oh, my God, let me go. And it's a picture of Gwyneth Paltrow. And I'm like, <laughs> what the heck? She was wearing and she is being sued by this former optometrist. He's a retired optometrist for a skiing accident that took place in 2016. She's countersuing him. Oh, okay. okay. He says she ran into him. She says this guy ran into her. What, just okay. like on the slopes ran yeah, into Yeah, it's each against other? the law. Oh. oh, they made it a law. They made it a, a like 
a big law a long time ago. Well, if it's a mistake, right? I mean, it's not, I don't think you would actually go out and try to hit somebody. Yeah, but the whole point is if you do hit somebody, you're supposed to stop and help them. Oh, I see. Uh, apparently, according to this guy, well, I'll, we'll get into it in okay. just a second. But I'm like, why is she called the serial killer? She had remember Jeffrey Dahmer? Oh yeah, okay, he was the serial killer. Yes, we all know this. And then they did that whole series about him. Well, in his mugshot, he's wearing these glasses, these wired rim glasses. She had the exact same glasses on yesterday uh, in the courtroom. So everybody said she's the Jeffrey Dahmer of the ski slope. <laughs> I was like, oh please stop. Uh, she is being sued by this guy Terry Anderson. He says, now this is, his, this is the quote that was in, in the courtroom yesterday, that he has suffered a brain, he's had brain surgery, four broken ribs, and other injuries oh. from a crash, and he accused Gwyneth Paltrow and her ski instructor of abandoning the scene while he was hurt. I have suffered immensely, not just from the physical injuries I suffered, adding that I have severe psychological problems, including fear, anxiety, and depression. All as a result of my time of being severely hurt. Well, this guy's milking it, huh? Boy, is he ever. Uh, well, and that's basically what she's saying. Now, there are different witnesses. If they can prove he was uphill, in other words, uh, she, he was further up the mountain than she was, he would be to blame. Who's ever further uphill is usually the Oh, blame. interesting. Okay. So, this is going to go on for eight days. <laughs> eight days. He originally wanted like $3 million. I, I don't know how much he's going to get if he wins. She's suing him for $300,000. I'm like, okay. But she's in this courtroom. They say she'll be on the stand by Friday. So I'm sure it's going to be a media circus when Gwyneth Paltrow takes the stand. And maybe she won't be wearing her serial, serial, serial killer sunglasses serial. anymore. <laughs> it's so like, silly. What is up with this? It's craziness. <laughs> it's craziness, craziness. Uh, what is crazy is we're hearing more about this interview with Piers Bro- What's his name? Piers Piers Brosnan. Piers Morgan. There he is. And our governor, Ron DeSantis. It doesn't air officially until tomorrow night, but we have some highlights because is the governor going to run for the presidency? Uh, Pierce tried to nail him, but it did not work. It's all coming up next at 850 WFTL. Which is your favorite nickname that Trump's given you so far? Is it Ron Ron De Sanctimonious or Meatball Ron? <laughs> well, I can't. I don't know how to spell De Sanctimonious. I don't really know what it means, but I, you know, I kind of like it's long. It's got a lot of vowels. I mean, so we go with that. That's fine. You know, you can call me. You can call me whatever you want. I mean, just as long as you, you know, also call me a winner. Wow, but he's not running for the presidency yet. Yeah. That would be our Governor Ron DeSantis on the Piers Morgan Show. Uh, it doesn't air until tomorrow night on Fox Nation, but... It's getting a lot of attention. Well, that's because, you know, Piers Morgan is... One thing good about British uh, interviewers, whether they are talk show hosts or they are on a panel or if they just got their own show, they're great at promotion. And, uh, I mean, remember when Sharon Osbourne had that show? And it was usually, yeah. you know, she, she'd have Ozzy stumble in every now and sure. then. He'd go, blah, 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 blah. Then he'd stumble out. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, he's good at it. So we'll see. I, I hope, what I'm hoping is he's not releasing the best parts. It's kind of like a trailer for a movie, you know, right. you see it. And, right. you think, oh, and then you go to the movie and the movie sucks, but and you saw the best parts in the trailer. I'm hoping <laughs> that's not what Piers Morgan is doing. But uh, our governor was there. He talked about... Uh, Everything that uh, Trump's been saying about him, it's background, background noise to him. And so Pierce Morgan said, so that means you're running? He went, I didn't say that. Oh, well, actually, <laughs> it kind of went into this. Would you, like, would you like to hear another clip from this interview that's not supposed to come out until tomorrow? Yes, dear. All right, here you go. I think you, you could beat Biden? I think so. So you're running then? 
No, I didn't say that. I just said I think I could. I mean, I think that that's, I mean, if you look at Florida. It would be harder to beat, Biden or Donald Trump? I don't know. Those are two different. Two different ones. Two different. Ah, they two different people. I would, say, I would say probably candidates or people or whatever, but personalities. But it was, seems like it's going to be an interesting interview because he talked about, you know, can you beat Biden? Yeah, I think I can. And, you know, he's talking about the nicknames that Trump gives him and he's kind of laughing it off saying he likes Ron DeSanctimonious. <laughs> it has a lot of syllables in it. It's, That's funny. And it's just funny to see the back and forth. And we knew it was going to be like this. We knew people were going to be fighting. And in the end, everyone's going to come together and this and that. But before that, there's just going to be a lot of nasty because it's just funny to see on like you know the hardcore Trump side as far as like his surrogates on social media they're all attacking even Trump Jr. Don Jr. is attacking Ron DeSanctimonious Ron DeSantis I was actually going to say it's working I know you get stuck in your mind saying you know how dare you go after this man this and that and it's like well Trump is kind of started it I mean a while ago so he started this back in November before the midterms remember Bill and I were all upset saying, you know, the timing of his attacks on DeSantis are terrible. Let's wait till after the midterms. He started attacking him a week beforehand. So, you know, one of the other things that Pierce Morgan asked him, he's like, you know, actually, I think I know when things started to go downhill for you and Trump. And DeSantis laughed. He's like, okay, well, yeah, what what happened? He's like, you became too popular. (laughs) It's true. He might be, you know, he got his attention. True. So, you know, uh, it seems like an interesting interview. Don't believe the headlines that... All these headlines coming out. Ron DeSantis uh, destroys Trump in interview. Says, you know, goes against his character and all this. They're putting all these salacious headlines. He just talked about how he would govern, how he governs differently. You know, he doesn't come in with his own agendas. He tries to do what's right for the state of Florida or for the country or whatever. And that's how he thinks things should be. He also said he would have fired Fauci. He <gasps> says he would have fired Fauci early on. So he kind of got my vote on Trump on that. Uh, well, he's got my vote on that one, yeah, too, exactly. if that's the case. But he isn't, hasn't decided yet. So. It's the South Florida Morning Show. That guy over there all bent out of shape over uh, Ron DeSanctimonious. De that would be Diener filling in for the vacation of Bill <laughs> Adams. I love it. You get so excited about things. Oh, yes. I, I, but it's like I'm hoping that this Piers Morgan interview, there's a lot more meat to it, and they're not just releasing all the best parts now. Well, Trump, I guess, wanted to respond. Would you like to hear what did Trump oh, truth? Yes, because I don't have truth social. <laughs> and I don't have Bill Sounder. So what did Trump truth? Truth. Truth. Ron DeSanctimonious will probably find out about false accusations and fake stories sometime in the future as he gets older, wiser, and better known. There's a little dig there, Uh-oh. better known. Then he goes, when he's unfairly and illegally attacked by a woman, even classmates that are underage, Uh-oh. or possibly a man. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I want to fight these misfits just like I do. <laughs> so, where did that come from? Oh, wow. I don't know. That's, that's oh, we've crazy. Only just begun. That is crazy. <laughs> okay, another thing that's going to incense Diener right now, and, yes, and we just saw the clip on, on oh, Fox no. News. And then I have breaking news in the entertainment world, by oh. the way. It, it, it starts off bad, but it ends okay. Okay. Uh, the Los Angeles school strike continues for the second day. It's the Los Angeles Unified School District. It is affecting more than five, half a million kids, okay? So I think half a million kids, that's like a million parents. How many lives have been destroyed because all these kids are home now? Uh, 30,000 union members, cafeteria workers, bus drivers, custodians, uh, they're all on strike. They want a, what is it? 30% you think you said? 30%. They were offered 20, I want to say 26 and they turned it down. I'm like, okay, this is a little bit ridiculous. They want a 30% increase in their salaries. That's a lot of money. It sure is. 
But the teachers are standing firm with this other union, and they're out there in the rain, outside of the school district headquarters and wherever else, and they're doing what, Diener? They're doing TikTok dances. <laughs> Bill would be pulling his hair out. <laughs> and I, I think I pulled mine out because I'm usually on the side of teachers, even though I think they're kind of playing real hardball here. I mean, they could have taken the offer. I think they offered 23% increase in salaries and everything, and I think that's a pretty good offer. And normally I'm on the side of teachers, but... When I see that you are doing TikTok dances while parents are probably struggling to figure out how they're going to take care of their children right, right now because they can't go to school and you're leaving kids out of school because you're greedy right now. Nope, I'm done. <laughs> Fire all of them. Oh, my God. These greedy jerks out there <laughs> dancing in the rain doing TikTok dances while parents and kids are the ones who are paying the price. Get the hell out of here. Wow. Done. Done. Fire all of them now. Done with these teachers in I go LA. drive a bus. I always wanted yes. to be a bus driver. Anybody who's participating in this and making life miserable for teachers, or for, for parents and students, fire them, hire new ones, and they can go do TikTok dances at home while they're looking for new jobs. These jerks. Get out of here. This rant. TikTok dances. This rant, not necessarily the views of the mighty 850 WFTM. I hate that. I, I do too. I, it does not look good. It's like stop dancing it's in pathetic. the rain. Pathetic. Jerks. I ran out of time. That's Sorry. all right. Uh, I just will share with you Dick Van Dyke was involved in a car crash. Oh, no. A uh, single car crash in Malibu. He ran into a gate. He's going to be okay. Here's the gotcha. Why is a 97 year old driving around? Well, there's that too. But he's going to be okay. All right, good. According to TMZ. Well, Dick you scared me there for a second. Can't kill the man. Love no, no, guy. no. When we get back, speaking of people you can't kill or you can kill more of, this family, this Murdoch family in South Carolina, they're evil through and through. Two new cases now against him. Really? Two. Ooh. They're exhuming two bodies, not one, but two. <laughs> How screwed up is this family? It's all coming up next at 850 WFTL. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Well, you got one of us here. I'm Jennifer Ross. Bill Adams has a couple of days off. His uh, family's in town. Uh, we warn you now, if you're anywhere in South Florida and you see a bunch of guys come walking in the bar, leave quickly. <laughs> the Adams family has arrived. <laughs> <laughs> they got him barreling down the street. <laughs> I have, hey, but the funniest part was when I said, "What are you going to do?" He goes, "Axe throwing, shooting." I'm thinking, "Oh my God, help us all!" Yeah, it's been great. But Diener's filling in. Thank you so very much, keeping me company, running the board, and doing all kinds of stuff behind the scenes here. People don't realize how much you do. Me? Yeah, you do a yeah. lot. You do a lot of sleeping too, but yeah. I mean, you do do a lot. <laughs> I just do my best. You do a great. You do a great job. Well, thank you. You keep us on track. Um, keeping us on track. Let me see. Donald Trump did not get arrested. The grand jury will meet again today. Uh, they say maybe by this afternoon. I love it. This Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan Manhattan District Attorney, has already said he's going to be indicted. I'm thinking. Aren't you waiting for the rest of the witnesses? You got one more witness to go through. You had Bob Costello, who was the former attorney for Michael Cohen, who was the former attorney for the president. He negated everything Michael Cohen said. So is this grand jury already predetermined to indict Trump? They didn't listen to a word that Costello said. I, it, it, it amazes me that they're all saying he's going to be indicted. May, maybe it's a grand jury and they're going to actually listen to testimony and say, ah, there isn't enough to indict him. Who knows? It is interesting. I mean, maybe maybe it doesn't happen at all. You know, they keep saying it's going to happen, and it was going to happen Monday, and it was going to happen yesterday, and it's going to happen, you know, every day. It's like, okay, he's going to be indicted today. We swear it's really going to happen this time. Yeah. So maybe, 
I don't know. Crazy things have happened. Maybe they decide not to, but I would I would be shocked if he's not indicted at this point, just with all the talk behind it. Well, again, stranger you know, things have happened, I, I suppose. I, I'm hoping that this grand jury actually listens to testimony and maybe they believe some of it and maybe he doesn't get indicted. However, they're saying that would be Alvin Bragg, the district attorney there, uh, is saying that uh, – he will be indicted, and it may come in late this afternoon because the grand jury is meeting again. If that's the case, they work out a deal between the president, the Secret Service, the district attorney's office, and he will very gentlemanly like show up in New York, turn himself in, as you said, what, sign pictures, yeah, kiss was, baby, right. shake hands, yeah. and then leave. <laughs> and then, and then well, after he leaves, well, actually, this is going to happen before it, I suppose, because let's just, let's just go with the timeline here real quick. Let's see. Let's... Just go with the reports that he gets indicted today. Okay. Okay. That happens maybe around noon. The news drops. Trump's, Trump is indicted. We'll be arraigned in court next week. Then we move on throughout the week. We move on with our lives, and mm-hmm. it's the weekend. And then he has his rally in Waco, Texas on Saturday night. This and is this. his first official presidential campaign for 2024 rally. At the Waco airport. So yes. he's going to have his Trump plane in the background like he did before. So you can imagine... What that's going to be like as he's if he's indicted this week before the rally on Saturday night. And then, you know, he's talking about, oh, you know, this and that. And then he's right before he's going to go, you know, turn himself in, I guess, next week. If that timeline actually plays out. If well, I mean, he is going to have his rally on Saturday. But if those events actually play out, I should say. It's like, okay. so what happens? He turns himself in, slap on the hand. Yeah. He's not going to go to prison. No. Oh, my gosh. No, this is this is a photo op. This is what it is. If they actually indict him, which I guess that's what the signs are pointing to, according to, according to the reports, whether or not they're made up is a different story. It is New York. Yeah, that's right. But all they want is the photo op. That's all they care about. They know none of this is going to stick. Stormy Daniels came out. This would be very easy to dismiss. In 2018, she said that she made it all up. And then she had to pay Donald Trump $300,000 in a defamation suit. This has already been adjudicated. It's gone through the system. So, But they're just... This is their attempt <laughs> to make Crazy. him look bad as bad as he can. They're just trying to make sure he can't run for the presidency is what they're trying to do. And it's not going to work. I mean, being indicted doesn't stop you from running for president. So this is just, you know, another witch hunt. That's what it comes down to. Well, we shall see. Yeah, I guess so. it actually happens. This, however, may not be a witch hunt. If you have not, did not take uh, any interest in that Alec Murdaugh murder trial where he was finally convicted of killing his wife and his son, a horrific family. Now, the only remaining son is a kid named Buster. He came out yesterday ranting and raving that he had nothing to do with Stephen Smith's death. And it's all, you know, it's salacious and it's, it, you're ruining my name and I have hmm. nothing to do with this. Yet, explain to us, dear old Buster, why is it that your father was the first person on the scene after this poor kid was allegedly killed in a hit-and-run accident and had no no indication on his body that he was involved in a hit-and-run accident. Now his mother, exhuming his body, they call it SLED, South Carolina Law Enforcement Division, reopening the case. Mm-hmm. On top of that, there was Gloria Satterfield. She was the housekeeper for the Murdaws. Oh, she was the one, her. after 20-plus years, uh, Fell on the stairs when the dogs tripped her. I'm thinking, I think you know the dogs by the time you've been there 20 years. This sounds like a uh, mob story, like this a mob is, excuse. Isn't this horrible? They tripped down the stairs, I swear. Yeah, so she, they just assume the family, 
Her death certificate said she died of natural causes because she fell on the stairs, hit her head. That was it. She died a couple of days later. <laughs> Alec Murdaugh, the guy that's now in prison, told Gloria Satterfield's sons, guess what? I'm going to file a lawsuit against myself and my estate on your behalf so I can give you guys money. Alec Murdaugh collected $4.3 million really? in insurance settlements over Gloria Satterfield's death. Her family saw how much of it? Zip. He took it all. Took it all. So now they have reopened her investigation and SLED, South Carolina law enforcement, I love it. It's called SLED. SLED is going to take a look at that case. So whether or not Alec Murdaugh is responsible for two more murders, I don't know. If Buster had anything to do with it, there is rumors that Buster was having an affair with Stephen Smith. And God forbid his father would allow a Murdaugh to come out as gay. So this is pretty interesting because, like you said, I mean, he's already in jail for murder, obviously. I mean, he's done. He's two life sentences. I mean, he's in jail the rest of his life. But it sounds like they might be able to connect him with two other murders. Isn't that crazy? It's horrible. <laughs> I mean, he's he's directly involved with both. He has motive for both of them, supposedly, anyway. And they both took place while well, one of them, the, the housekeeper, died at Moselle, which is the ranch where the wife and son were killed. And the kid, Stephen Smith, his body was found not far away from there. Right. And that's why Alec Murdoch says he was the first one on the scene. Aha. Uh-huh. Sure. That's what it was. Sure you did. So this ain't over for him, I guess. No. There's more to come. Well, good. I mean, I don't care that he's already in jail and serving his sentence. I mean, if he's responsible for these other murders, then there should be, you know, retribution for those families. I agree with you wholeheartedly, but I think they're trying to include Buster that Buster knew and he hid in Uh information. New wrinkle. Uh, Here's a wrinkle. Do I have time? Uh, Like 30 seconds. Oh, no problem. And I thought (laughs) I thought maybe this is one of Bill's brothers. A man visiting Palm Beach County. Then I found out he was from Delaware. I don't think any of his brothers are from Delaware. He walked into a store, Peter Sullivan. He's from Millsboro, Delaware. Picked up a Gold Rush Limited scratch-off game. Ended up winning the grand prize, $5 million. Are just, you serious? Yep. Just turned it in for the cash sum of $3.96 million. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that sweet? Just walk in and win? Yeah. That's nice. Go back to Delaware. All right. Leave your money here. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> do you hate this guy? Yes. Is this a, you do? Okay. Yeah, well, you know, it, it, it's, it's, you know, I that's always think. Where, that's where it comes. I was Shouldn't wondering. there be a Florida resident that wins this? I'm just saying. <laughs> I was wondering. There's got to be a reason why you're bringing up a lottery winner. It's not because you're happy for the guy. He's no. from out of state. He's visiting now. Good for him. He's 66. Go enjoy retirement, Peter. Yeah, nice sure. Life. Sure. I see you. We're, we're going out. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the Mega Millions, nobody won. $302 million for Friday night. Yeah, that's right. And you knew this was going to happen. We talked about it yesterday. Miami's not going to do a curfew this weekend because of the Ultra Music Mm -hmm. Festival. Liquor stores have to stop selling liquor at 6 o'clock, but not bars and restaurants and hotels. Lawsuits are coming in. I Ah, knew it was going to happen. I'm thinking this guy is going to win. This one Miami Beach owner is going to win. We'll talk about that. And what's the latest with Donald Trump coming up next at 850 WFTL? Trout's ready. 3-2. He struck him out. Otani strikes out Trout, and Japan's back on top of the baseball world. Oh, Japan wins. 850 WFTL. <laughs> I'm Jennifer. Bill's got a couple of days off. Uh, Diener filling in for Bill. And you stayed up for this game last night. Yeah, I was going to go to bed, and then I thought, oh my gosh, it, j- it just hit me. I'm like, oh man. The World Baseball Classic was on tonight, the championship. So I put it on. It was like in the seventh inning, and the U.S. was down 3-1. They hit a home run to make it 3-2. I'm like, oh, i got to go stay up and see how this ends. And I'm glad I did because it was 
Honestly, I think one of the greatest moments in baseball history, and it wasn't even in the regular or postseason. It was the World wow. Baseball Classic. It was bottom of the ninth, two outs. They're behind by one run. Mike Trout gets up to bat for the United States. His teammate, Shohei Otani. Yep. Did I say that right? Yeah, you nailed it. Wow. Is the pitcher for Japan. Are they good friends, these guys? I don't know how, like, you know, the best buddies, but they're friends. They're teammates, so. Wow. Well, you and I are teammates, and I don't like you. Well, that's fair. Yeah, you never know. (laughs) (laughs) You never know how it works out. Um, But (laughs) he struck him out. Poor Trout. I felt bad for the guy. It was amazing, though, because just... It's it's different when you have, okay, it's teammates facing off against each other. You know, maybe that happens in the All-Star game or something like that. But when you have, well, maybe not the All-Star game because it's the same conference or same league, but whatever. You know what I mean? Sometimes, you know, the Olympics or whatever. But when you have a World Baseball Classic final, this is for the World Championship, and you have not only teammates, but they're two of the best players of the past 60 years. Shohei Otani can hit 40 home runs in a season, but also win 15 games as a pitcher. I mean, the guy is unbelievable. He's, he's, you know, Babe Ruth reincarnated 100 years later is what this guy is. Holy cow. And then you have Mike Trout, who is considered one of, you know, Mickey Mantle of this generation. So you have these two guys, these titans of the game, not only teammates, but that stature of the game going up against each other with the championship on the line. I mean, it's like a movie script. You couldn't have written it better. It, right. it was it was an unbelievable, surreal moment to see that last night. And even though Japan won and Otani ended up striking out Trout, I mean, one, two, three, it struck him out. Oh, really? 100-mile-per-hour fastballs, and then he got uh-huh. him with a changeup in the end. But even though that happened, the USA lost, it was still... I think one of the greatest baseball moments I've ever seen because of everything that went into it, everything that was on the line, and, and who was a part of it. It was Hallmark really Channel cool. has a movie this week. I'm telling you, <laughs> just yeah. saying. It's, it's, it was written last soon. night. Might as well just make it. The movie's already written. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. You got to give him credit. But you know, congratulations, to Japan. Unfortunately, it wasn't the United States. Yeah. But still, it's a cool story. There's but they no did confirm that uh, they will be doing it again in three years, 2026. Why do they do it in every three years? I don't know. It's. It was not even every three years. They did it once, and I think in 13, and then in 17, and then they didn't do it again until now. So because of COVID? Maybe COVID had something to do with it, I'm sure. Interesting. You know, or it got delayed a couple so years. So it's not like the Olympics where it's like every you know four years. Yeah, I'm not sh- exactly sure how it works. Why? Maybe, maybe it is every three years, and they couldn't do it because of COVID, so it was delayed hmm. this long. Hmm. Uh, things you couldn't do uh, during COVID, at least in many places, would go to bars, you know, go to the clubs. Can do that now. Not in Miami, though. Miami, last week, uh, because of two shootings during Uh, spring break, they told uh, all businesses that sold alcohol, uh, you cannot serve alcohol after, I think it was midnight, 11 p.m.? Yeah, it was was pretty early. It was really early until like 6 o'clock the next morning. And I'm thinking, okay, so they put a curfew in place. And then Miami Beach commissioners met again yesterday to decide whether or not this coming weekend, if they were going to do the same thing. And they nixed it because why? The Ultra Music Festival is going on. And the last act doesn't get on stage until 11 o'clock at night. So they kind of would have been defeating their own purpose, right? So they decided, well, we won't have a curfew. But at 6 o'clock, Thursday through Sunday, liquor stores can't sell booze. Aha. And and we had this conversation (laughs) off the air yesterday. And I went... That's an insane plan. I'm thinking, liquor stores can't sell booze. But what about... Bars, hotels, right. restaurants, they, they can, isn't that like, you know, aren't you being discriminatory? Miami Beach business owner, Gulf Liquors on Alton Road, 
is looking for an emergency injunction to stop the charge, the change to take effect, saying it's you're you're singling out liquor store owners. I'm going to lose. This guy says because they're making him shut down at six twenty thousand dollars worth of business. Wow, that's a lot of money. Sure is, and you probably bank on this time of year. I mean, Absolutely. if you're a liquor store in Miami, and if you're waiting for the Ultra sure. Music Festival to come in because you know it comes in every year, that's yeah. like saying Lollapalooza. You can't sell booze, and you're a block away from the park. It's it's no. So I I don't know how they're going to lose. This guy's going to lose. How can you not say that that's it's not singling out liquor store owners? Oh, definitely is. Right. I mean, if it makes no sense, because like I said, I know that's, you know, where it becomes readily available. That's where everybody goes to buy their liquor and things like that. But if you can get it other places, you're just punishing one location. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of stupid. It really is. It's terrible. I mean, I know I you're trying to, to, to curb the craziness over there, but. Uh, you know, closing down businesses when they can just go get it somewhere else, I don't think is the answer. No, and, and maybe it's very close to where the Ultra Music Festival is, this liquor store in particular, and this is why this guy's going to be affected so, you know, extremely. But still, that's his livelihood. Right. You know, and if kids want to buy liquor, they're going to buy it there or somewhere else. They're going to find a way. They're going to find a way, as we <laughs> always say. Uh, we'll find out today how high the Federal Reserve is going to raise the interest rates. They're saying a quarter point today. Yay. Again. Ooh, thank you so very much. It would put the interest rates, by the way, 5%. That's, oh, that's, it's, it's, and it affects everything, unfortunately. Unfortunately, it affects everything. Sure does. Here's some good news. Yeah. We will have a Kamala, <laughs> what do you got? Kamala salad tomorrow. Oh, with some extra dressing, Wait, some no, walnuts and I think you're going to have croutons on this one and everything because <laughs> she's going to be front and center. Today, the president and first lady and Kamala and the second gentleman. God, I'd be changing my title. <laughs> just call me Jim. Yeah, just call me Dog. <laughs> Jeez, just give me my name. Uh, they're holding a reception at the White House for Women's History Month. So you know Kamala's going to be up there. You see, <laughs> we love <laughs> women because I am a woman, I think. There's <laughs> I identify as a woman. I can't tell you what a woman is, <laughs> but it's the month where we celebrate them. Gosh. So I am banking I on wait. the fact that we are going to have great Kamala oh, I can't tomorrow. Wait. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, it's going to be great. Wait till you hear this story. We have rapid fire coming up. That's where we both tell the stories and we kind of comment on them. Usually it's all three of us with Bill gone. It's just Dina and I. You? Wait till you hear what happened with a Houston car crash. Why? Oh, it, it'll incense you. Oh, good. If you were the person that got hit, you would be incensed. I can't wait. I can't. I just love making you, you mad. You do love to make me angry. I do. I get so, it's so easy. I just, get very worked yeah, up. Right, push a button. Yep, there you we go. go. <laughs> anyway, we'll be back with Rapid Fire next. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. I'm Jennifer. Bill's got a couple of days off. Uh, his uh, brothers are in town with their family. So the Adams family is on vacation. Ah, ah, just stay out of the way. I was say, just watch out if you see a bunch of guys and their wives come walking in. They're just throwing axes and yeah, shooting that's guns. Fine. Don't worry about it. Dean are <laughs> filling in for him. He's usually, uh, well, you're usually with us anyway, so you're just doing more work today. Let's do it. Rapid fire. We each come up with a story and we comment on it. This one incenses me. Incenses me. Couple, Austin, Texas, involved in a head-on crash. Okay. Was not their fault. Doesn't sound good so far. Percival family involved in a crash in front of Manuel's on Jollyville Road in North Austin. Okay. Doesn't mean anything to us, but it means a great deal to the story. 
They were hit, according to them, by a drunk driver. Not good. Fortunately, the Percivals are going to be okay. That's good. Now, there was a witness, a bus driver, who got out of the bus, stopped the bus, got out of the bus to make sure that the Percivals were okay. Okay. Now, they've all called 911. Drunk driver still in the car. He's trying to drive away. Not working. The car was wrecked, so we couldn't go anywhere. How long do you think it took the cops to show up for a 911 call involving a head-on collision? Oh, boy. Take a guess. In Austin? In Austin. Things have kind of kind of gone sideways in Austin, so... Where they have defunded the police yeah. on a regular basis. Normally, I would say, you know, they should be there within, within 10 minutes, but I have a feeling it took longer. Two and a half hours. Oh, geez. Here's the gotcha. By the time the cops arrived on the scene, the guy that hit them... Sobered up. Oh, wow. So now the Percivals are like, uh, hello, this guy failed. This. He wow. passed the sobriety test. He was trashed two and a half hours ago. Right. But here he is. He's walking around. He was eating stuff. He had crackers. He was he, he sobered up. So he passes the breathalyzer test. The, he's saying that it was their fault. They're saying he was drunk. They have no proof of it. So now and it's now, the, said, she now said, it's going to now it's going to court. Wow! Because this guy was sober by the time the cops thought got there. Because they don't have any cops. Because they don't have any cops to respond to any scenes. Because there was a murder taking place and there was another shooting somewhere else, and they didn't have the manpower to show up. Unreal. So you wanted to fund the police department? Crap like that happens. That's the kind Just of stuff saying. that happens. Just well, saying. The cities like Austin need to get their act together, like San Francisco. <gasps> Did you see those kids? San Francisco, by the way, just an aside here, in the mall, all these like teenagers on spring break starting fights and yeah, like picking sure. on people just there shopping, pushing yeah. them to the ground. Why not? Like mobs. They're horrible. There's no laws there. Why not? Wow. You do whatever you want. So speaking of no laws, uh-oh, <laughs> we, we talked about, uh, I think I brought it up last week, actually, in Paris. I said to keep an eye on what's going on in Paris because, and it's hard to keep an eye on it because it's not being reported in the mainstream news. You know, they're too busy talking about uh, Trump indictment and if he's going to rot in a jail cell and things like that (laughs) instead. But they ignore what's happening in Europe because there are major, major protests in Paris and really in France going on because of what Macron did. If you're not familiar with the story, he basically raised the retirement age to get pensions to 70, I believe. No, he went 62 to 64. Okay. Without getting a... It was like an executive order. That's what it was. Right. He didn't go through, you know, any... Parliamentary. Parliament or whatever you call their, you know, their Congress over there. I think it's Parliament. He just did it. And that obviously incenses (gasps) the people of France and they will, you know, they're always protesting about something but this is like different level this is like revolutionary protesting they're burning stuff down they're mobbing places there's thousands and thousands of people in the streets waving flags protesting chanting different things they were chanting this isn't good but they were chanting we beheaded king louis we can do it again oh my gosh they're not happy over there wow there's video going on you know that meme it's like a famous meme it shows up everywhere of the little dog he's sitting inside a cafe and everything's burning around him right and he's got his little coffee and says this is fine everything's fine everything's good yeah they actually had a moment like that <laughs> there's a video going around from a couple days ago in paris of people sitting in a cafe at night and outside oh my God. the cafe, everything's just on fire. Jeez. And they're just sitting there drinking their, you know, coffee and their cappuccinos and their espressos and everything's fine. Everything's this fine. This is all fine. <laughs> that meme actually came to life. 
because of the protests and the riots, quite frankly, that are happening in Paris right now because of this raising the age to get your pension that wow. uh, Macron pushed over in France. It would be the equivalent of uh, Biden raising it to like 70. Right. With Social Security. Right. People would be like, but what? without any Warning. consulting or yeah. anything, just did it. Just doing it. Hello, but see you later. There's a, there's a mini revolution going on in France right now, and it's not being talked about. No, and you're right. There are thousands and thousands of people. Massive crowds. A mountain lion in Colorado. Oh Never boy. a good story. Oh, when boy. When you start off with that sentence. Usually, you know what? It's Usually, it's a guy hiking, family hiking, some chick hiking, and all of a sudden, there's a lion, and they see it. Like, the last one we saw, it was, like, off in the distance, remember? Right. And the guy filmed the whole thing. He was just walking back going, okay, kitty, stay away, cat. Get away from me, cat. And as he's walking That's back right. I remember that. further, in a, he was fine. This is a couple. They're on vacation. Hanging out, jumping the hot tub. Next thing you know, the guy gets attacked from behind by a mountain lion. Oh, Lord have mercy. I'm thinking, oh my God. Where were they vacationing? In this the is middle in of Colorado, the forest? Colorado somewhere. No, it wasn't like it was far away, like in the middle of nowhere. Uh, they, fortunately, they must know something about how to fend off wild animals because he and his wife made a bunch of noise and they jumped up and they screamed and the thing ran away and they got the guy in the house. He needed stitches and stuff. He called wildlife officials. They came and they said, you know, they searched for the lion. They never found it. But they said the guy did the right thing and he didn't want to, you know, he didn't want him to go after him and track him. But they're like, we're not going back in the hot tub. I'm thinking, here you are on vacation. You're in a hot tub and a mountain lion attacks you. Oh my goodness. How crappy is that vacation? Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Or at least now you have a story. You get home. Wow. Wait till you guys hear about this one. You can't make this stuff up. Oh my gosh. Tell you, it's like Wild Sitting Kingdom. There, hanging yeah. out. Oh, what, I mean, gosh. can you imagine? wonder why the mountain lion attacked him. They said what happened is all the mountain lion saw was the guy's head bobbing up and down on the ground. So he probably thought it was like a little fox uh. or a raccoon or something. So that's why he attacked it. What kind of hair does this guy have? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> My lucky was bald. I have no yeah, idea. Exactly. But that's that's what the experts said. Is, I know nothing about mountain lions, other is, than they always geez. attack people. That's that's actually yeah. pretty, it's pretty that's, scary. That's scary. Jeez. So this is actually great. I'll end on a good note. This this is a feel good story in my opinion. Remember that high school football coach in the state of Washington? He was fired. I want to say this is maybe last year or two years ago. He was fired for praying with his players on the field. Oh, that's right. He'd take the 50-yard line and he'd kneel and he'd say a prayer like after the game or before the game. And the administration kept telling him, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. And he said, no, it's my, absolutely I can't. It's my God-given right as an American. And, and he wasn't forcing the kids to join no, him. The no, kids no. would join him willingly. Of course. And they fired him. Right. Well... <gasps> Sweet justice prevails once in a while. Don't mess with God. Yeah, well, that too. Once in a while, justice actually does prevail here. The high school football coach who was fired has gotten his job back. Not only that, this is what makes me feel so good for him, but now they have to pay him $1.7 million in a legal settlement. Good for him. How awesome is that? Oh, he takes. I know he won't do this, but if I was him, I would take that and just wave it in their face. You see this? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for firing me, you jerks. Now I'm a millionaire because you just want to let me pray on the field. Wow. And now he can pray and have his money with him at the same time. You know, I, I love I, that. I really wish people knew you like a couple of years ago. <laughs> when you first started with Bill and I, you were so quiet, I was so, so reserved, yes. so innocent. So sweet. And I'm sitting here talking about... Now you're about this nasty, angry get <laughs> off my lawn. Middle fingers in the air. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, though. Good for him.
<laughs> oh, I agree with you. Yes. And I hope whoever he coaches next, they all take the knee, the field with That's him right. and kneel and pray. Jerks. I, I, you know what? It's nice to see justice done. Yeah, it does. It feels good. It's nice uh, retribution. There. Well, speaking of justice, two stories. One involving a celebrity, the other involving a former president. Uh, one still hasn't been indicted or arrested, and the other one just started her trial. But she's being called the serial killer of the slopes. Why? Oh, well, we'll tell you what? why. It's, it's so ridiculous. Oh, okay. It's, this is dumb, isn't it's it? stupid. And I knew it. And this is, this, is why, this is why I hate social media, because God forbid they talk about the case itself. They talked about this. Anyway, we'll get into it coming up next at 850 WFTL. It's the South Florida Morning Show. Jennifer Ross, Bill Adams has a couple of days off. They'll be back uh, next week. Dean are filling in for Bill. Uh, if you're waiting for the president, the former one, that being Donald Trump being indicted, it hasn't happened yet. And I always keep on saying, how do they know he's going to be indicted when they haven't heard from all the witnesses yet? I mean, how sweet is this grand jury already that they're going to indict him and they're not going to listen to all the witnesses? Yeah, I just... That's what I want to know. This is Alvin Bragg, by the way, the district attorney of Manhattan, that's telling you he's going to be indicted. Well, it's just funny. That's that's what it comes down to. And then they say, well, no, it's all hearsay. These are all just reports and nothing's been decided yet. And it was funny because Trump, I was checking on his truth social earlier Mm -hmm. earlier to see what he was putting up. What does he say about Alvin Bragg? Does he say anything? Pretty much what, what you would expect, you oh, know, corrupt loser, Soros, stupid, yeah. you know, and it's all true. I mean, he is corrupt and he is a Soros puppet, but that's what he's saying. Um, <laughs> and DeSantis has said the same thing, actually. But no, it's and he put up a, a screenshot, though. Trump did on Truth Social. He put up a screenshot of Fox News from, I don't know, maybe like around midnight last night. And it was a headline that says, maybe Trump won't be indicted. You know, as as people continue to wait to see what happens. So who knows? I mean, they keep saying, yes, it's happening. Yes, it's happening. And maybe it will. Maybe we're going to find out like in three hours that Trump is being indicted over this stupid Stormy Daniels stuff that's already been adjudicated and gone through the system. And Stormy Daniels said in 2018 that she made it all up. But sure, let's indict him anyway. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> on the what? charges. You think about it. Look at the since he decided he was going to run for the presidency. He's been attacked on everything. Everything. Taxes. Russia. <laughs> the way he walks or holds his water. Remember that? Oh, God, please. Oh, no. He got two scoops. <laughs> That's he right. got two scoops, not one. Can we just reflect real quick God on almighty. the fact that they tried to paint Trump as a dementia patient? Oh, that's right. Because of the way he was walking down a slippery ramp. And they never say a word about Joe Biden? Who falls going up the stairs to Air Force One like all the time. And can't remember anything he's saying? And shuffles, okay. Oh yeah. my, but but Trump has dementia because of the way he was walking down a ramp. <laughs> it's, it really, it's it's just amazing how the media covers oh things. Uh, they will cover the fact the Federal Reserve is probably going to raise interest rates a quarter point today. We'll find out later today when they wrap things up. Award-winning actor Dick Van Dyke. Injured in a car crash. No, no. According to TMZ, the 97-year-old legend. Get him in a bubble. Why is he not in a self-driving vehicle? Now, see, here's a good reason for a self-driving vehicle. Yeah. Lost control of his car during the wet weather conditions in oh, Malibu. Driving in the rain? Come on, Crashed man. Crashed into a gate. I don't know if it was the gate at somebody's house or I don't know. Police arrived. Van Dyke was behind the wheel. He's driving a Lexus, by the way. He came away with a bloody nose, a possible concussion. A friend came by, picked him up, took him home. 
Jeez. So he's going to be okay, but he's 97. Hey, you got to be careful. Why is he driving? I know. Well, you know, you were talking about this last week. It's 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 a uh, independence thing, you know. Uh, I mean, but to be fair, he was also just on the Masked Singer a few weeks ago, and he was singing and dancing. So he's so in shape. true. Uh, who was it that we talked? Was it Gene Hackman that they caught? Remember yeah. on his ranch? Yeah. Was it Gene Hackman? Yeah, they took a picture of him. Yeah. He's, There's another one, 97. He was cruising right. around. He's got yeah. a cup of coffee. He's driving his old truck. I was like, that okay. sense of but, independence. But, you know, the, the difference between Gene Hackman and Dick Van Dyke is Dick Van Dyke's driving in Malibu. You know, Gene Hackman's like in the mountains of Montana right. somewhere right. where there's maybe you'll hit a cow if you hit anything. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm just saying. Well, I'm glad he's okay. Yeah, so am I. I love Dick Van Dyke. Uh, you probably would love, watch, watch Jeffrey Dahmer glasses go through the roof again. Why? Gwyneth Paltrow is the serial killer of the ski slopes. So silly. She is on, she's in a trial in Utah. She's being sued by this former uh, optometrist who said he hit, she hit him on the ski slopes in Park City back in 2016. Caused irreparable damage. He can't, he can't think right. He can't do, this guy's all messed up because what Gwyneth Paltrow did to him. But during the thing, she during the trial, she had glasses on, and they looked just like Jeffrey Dahmer's glasses that he wore when he had his mugshot oh, taken. So everyone says she's the serial killer of the slopes. Oh my I was god! Like oh my god! I think maybe she might want to change her glasses if people are going to be that insane over what oh, glasses she's wearing, what she was wearing, what she had on her face. And but explain this to me. So how does this work? Because I've never been skiing. I've been landlocked in South Florida my entire life. You've so never been skiing. I've never even seen snow i mean my entire life i've never seen snow i've been child we're getting you out of this state. i know i know i'm telling you wow i wasn't i mean i've been up north and stuff like that but it just never and went it snowed. snowed yeah never snowed while it was all there. you gotta do is go up a couple of states you know not even you can even go to georgia that's true and so, so. i know we talked about it's only like that. five hours drive north you'll run into it eventually when, it was, when a storm is coming we talked about let's just go up there and you know you should you go to disney like a drop of a hat Three hours more north, I guess. Yeah, it's maybe like, okay, I'll see okay, it. okay it's, it's 8.02. Oh, let's go to Disney. And yeah. you drive up there. So, I mean, That's it's true. not that much further. Yeah. We'll you do know, one you could do it on the weekend. But how does this work? I mean, what? So, she runs into him and like they're just skiing together. What, she's, she's hit him by accident. What's no, the he, they're two separate groups. She was with a ski instructor. The ski instructor, by the way, said, apparently, according to this Mr. Ant Sanderson, he's the guy, Terry Sanderson is the guy suing Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay. He says Gwyneth Paltrow slammed into him while he was standing still on the slopes. Okay. She says he slammed into her. So, either way, an accident happened here. Why are they making such a big deal out of it? Why can't they just say, oh, I'm so sorry, excuse me, and move on with their lives? Uh, because if somebody's hurt, you're you're liable. Ah, I see. It is now, it's like a criminal activity. You just can't, because what was happening is, and this started during the snowboard generation, and it, it's been an, I, I don't know when the law actually took place, but it's been a while, because people were running into other people on ski slopes, hurting them, leaving them there, and then just skiing away. It's a, it's a it's horrible. Run. It's yeah, a ski it's, it's kind of like you know, installed a battery on on skis. But in many cases, they they don't do it on purpose. I mean, it's just you know, you're coming over a ledge or something, a little hill, and you can't see below, and you slam right into somebody right. coming over the edge. Who's ever typically uphill further is to blame hmm. because you're supposed to control obviously your skis and your skiing ability and, and not hit the people below you. Right. Right. So it's like a he said, she said. Okay. But some guy said, uh, one of the witnesses said, you just slammed into the back of Terry Sanderson at, to Gwyneth Paltrow. 
Uh, Aren't you going to stop? And she said, eh, and just turned around and, and skied away, apparently. Ah, that's, that's what, what they're saying. saying. Okay. So took place at Deer Valley. We shall see what happens. She will be on the stand sometime later this week. Go on. Good luck to her. A reason for us to both watch Dancing with the Stars. Really? Yeah. I am so glad. Is, am I the only one that's glad Tyra Banks is gone? Well, I was happy to hear that because she's terrible. She's, she's awful. She's horrible. Yeah. It's all about me, 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 me. Well, that's why she's leaving to go dance, to, to go concentrate on me, 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 me and my business. Because she makes millions and millions of dollars sure. with her stuff. So she announced that she's leaving Dancing with the Stars. They made the announcement yesterday that not one, but two people will replace her. Okay. And I think I like both of them. Who are they? Juliana Huff. Oh, oh easy there. All in there. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm already and I will watch every episode. <laughs> Wasn't she one of the dancers? She was. Okay. I used to watch every single episode when she was the dancer. And yes. Alfonso Romero. Nice. Now, he was originally supposed to replace Tom Bergeron. That's right, He was yes. in the running, and then they came up with the Tyra Banks thing, and everybody was so like, what the hell stupid. are you doing? So I would assume that uh, their ratings haven't been that good. No. And gosh, then they no. went to Disney Plus, so right. I don't know how many people TV. are watching it there. Yeah. So it's, it's quite oh, interesting good. I like see. that duo. Ah, What is really cool to watch? Our governor kind of dance around is he running for the presidency and he kind of danced around the question with Piers Morgan again in an interview that hasn't even aired yet but we have cuts it's all coming up <laughs> next at 850 WFTL it's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL I think you could beat Biden I think so so you're running no, I didn't say that. I just said I think I could. I mean, I think that that's, I mean, if you look at Florida. Who would be harder to beat, Biden or Donald Trump? I don't know. Those are two different. Two different what? Two different people. <laughs> that's what our governor said. Uh, he did an interview. He did a sit down with Piers Morgan, which doesn't air until tomorrow night, but they have been releasing every big clip that they possibly can. Uh, he Piers Morgan tried to, con, you know, get, get him to say he's running, but that didn't happen. It was a smart way to do it. Do you think you can beat Biden? Yeah, I do. Okay, so you're so running. You're running. No. no, I didn't say that yet. <laughs> there was a yeah, lot of stuff in that interview. You know, a lot of people would have gotten tripped up by that, though. You know what? I mean, if, if you're off your guard... Oh, and sure. He's, a lot of people would have said, yeah, I am. And, and, no, I'm not. You know, then and it would have been <laughs> too late yeah. at that point. But he did say, DeSantis did say to stay tuned when it comes to what he's doing in 2024. So that interview is getting a lot of coverage. Like you said, it doesn't even air until tomorrow night. I think on Fox Nation is where they're playing that. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. streaming service. But you know, he said a lot of stuff in there, and that was uh, that was one of them. So it should be interesting. <laughs> but uh, I, I, do you think he's running? Oh, 100%. Okay. Yeah. I think he's just pulling everybody's chain. Really? Mm-hmm. Nah, I think he's he's all in. Will he win? Most likely not. I think Trump is. This is still Trump's primary to win. So you know, will it hurt DeSantis's stock? No, I don't think it really ever hurts you to run for president. I don't. You know, I, at the end of it, they're still gonna have a good relationship. Can we get Jeanette Nunez on the phone before she becomes governor then? We'll try. Okay, thanks. <laughs> it's the South Florida Morning Show. Jennifer Ross, Bill Adams has the day off. He'll be back sometime next week. Dean are filling in for for Bill. Uh, interest rate's going to go up again, probably a quarter percentage point, Ooh. just so you know. They're going to make uh, the average rate 5%, I guess, is what the prime's going to go up to. That's a big That's a big leap. You know, one of the things that's, and this is true when it comes to uh, DeSantis and being governor, a lot of people are saying, well, you know, it's great if you want to run for president, but you just reminded me of this with the interest rates. But, you know, can you try to focus on homeowners insurance first when it comes to what's happening here in the state? And they're not wrong. I mean, no. th that needs to get fixed. Oh, without a doubt. 
I, the problem is, how do you fix a natural disaster? And that's what pu- pushed all the rates up. And that's what made everybody's, you know, mortgage rates go up. Because insurance, and insurance rates are ridiculous. But how do you stop a hurricane? Right. You know, how do you stop an earthquake? How do you stop a flood? How do you stop whatever the case may be? Uh, you know, that's why California is, is so ridiculously expensive. It's all the natural disasters they have between that and the fires. It's like crazy. Well, but I, he, you're right. What he needs to fix is the housing issue. Yes. You need to make it affordable for a kid getting out of college, getting a brand new job to be able to live at least with a roommate or maybe two other people. They can't even do that because rates are so expensive. And that's tough to fix, too, because, you know, that's... It's kind of like, well, what does the market dictate? True. You know? So those those are two very challenging issues that I understand. You you know you go to run for president, you strike while the iron's hot, you're doing all these national interviews and book tours and things like that. But also you got to still focus on the things going on here, which he says he is. You know, there's still a lot of uh, uh, you know legislative action that's going to be going on soon as their year begins. Right. So there's going to be things that they're going to be looking at and getting done. Just don't forget. You know what I mean? Like there is all that stuff needs to be done here. I know he's mentioned it. But, you know, and he talks about the insurance situation. And then you go into the citizens group there, which is the the, basically the insurer of last resort. Yeah. But they only cover you to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Right. You got an eight hundred thousand dollar house. So only two hundred and fifty thousand dollars of it is insured. The rest, it's up to you. Pretty much. So it should be interesting to see what happens on the West Coast. You know, you talk about the Sanibel's, Sanibel Islands of the world and those islands that got wiped out by Ian. You know, oh, these people are worth millions. They can rebuild. What do they need insurance for? Uh, okay. Just because they have money doesn't mean they actually have a lot of cash flow. Right. I mean, it may be locked up in the house, and you know, are they going to rebuild? Should be interesting but to see. When it comes to that interview, we do have a bunch of the highlights and the clips on the morning show blog. Oh, do we? So you can check it out, 850WFTL.com and on the 850 app. There's a lot of a lot of stuff that was said in there that he would have fired Fauci, that you know, he would govern he governs differently. He doesn't put personal agenda. Go back to the he'd fire Fauci. He would he would have fired Fauci. Oh yeah. my God. See That's he he he'd get my vote right there. Oh my gosh, yes. That was Trump's biggest mistake was propping that little dictator. You know, dictator, tyrannical Evil jerk, uh, you know, propping him up into a national global stage. It actually. wasn't my fault. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah sure. Well, you see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, he's such Please. a whiner. Stop whining. So, go home. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot in there. So you can when, check it out. When you're the highest paid figure on Capitol Hill, there's an issue. And that's Fauci. And, and the government. He makes yeah. more than anybody else. Yeah. Because he's been there so long. Mm-hmm. And he's getting kickbacks from various people. Uh, this incensed Diener earlier. Maybe it'll incense you. Uh, and, and I brought it up purely because I've been in this situation before, and we've all had when there's been a strike or it's oh. a, a teacher's sick day or a play day or a work day or whatever the hell they call it. And I, My kids, I can remember when they were in school, they never went like a full week. I'd be like, what, why are you home again? <laughs> and, and, you know, you scramble to find a babysitter or maybe a neighbor to watch your kids. Right. Uh, Los Angeles Unified School District. More than a half million children are affected by this strike, which involves cafeteria workers, bus drivers, custodians. But the teachers are also joining the strike because they won't cross the picket line. 
So what do they do? They go stand outside on the street corners of these schools. It's raining in L.A. And they're out there doing TikTok dances. You saw that this morning. And you're like, Bill, you went ballistic. (laughs) I I saw that video. Because normally I'm on the side of, you know, school administrators or teachers. I believe they should all be paid more. You know, it's a very tough job. It's a very important job. And, and they are underpaid. And I know that's actually not getting off subject, but that's something that DeSantis has tried to work on, raising teacher salaries and bonuses and incentives. So that those are things I'm all for. But when you stand out there <laughs> and start doing dances, choreographed TikTok dances, which just makes my skin crawl right now thinking about it. I start tensing up and the veins start popping out of my neck. Are, when I are. think about these, these teachers, <laughs> these school administrators... Who decide while the parents and the students are at home trying to figure out life, instead of helping them out and doing your job, you're dancing. Get back inside and do your job or get fired. And you can go dance at home. You can set up your stupid phone on a selfie stick for all I care. You can do all the TikTok dances you want, all your choreographed stupid movements. Get out of here with that. You have parents who are trying to figure out how to get a, how to get to work, and kids who can't go to school now because well, my son, why aren't you at school? Because my teacher's doing choreographed TikTok dances, Dad. What do you want from me? I mean, it's just insensitive. Let, let, let me ask you another question without incensing you a little yes. bit more. If your kid sees that that their teacher, their history teacher, their math teacher is on TikTok dancing, does that make the teacher cool? I hope not. I hope I'm, they want, I, I, I'm just thinking they're 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 earning some street cred with the kids. I hope they want. I, I hope they look at them as pathetic losers oh, because geez. that's exactly what they turn into <laughs> when you start doing stuff like that. I understand you're wow. trying to fight for your right for a higher salary. I totally get that. But when you go into the realm of look at us, we're gonna start doing TikTok dances. <laughs> just ooh ooh. <laughs> okay. I didn't mean to incense. Ignorant. Ignorant. On that note, last night in Martin County, the school board voted unanimously (laughs) (laughs) for Michael Maine to become the next superintendent of schools. That's after Dr. John Millay announced uh, last month that I'm leaving June 30th. See you later. Bye. Well, congratulations. So Martin County has a new school superintendent. I'm dizzy. We need to take a break. I don't think he's out doing TikTok dances. Good. Uh, Coming back. Boy, I got to find something to cheer you up. Buy a lottery ticket. You may win down. millions. <laughs> you need a drink is what you need. And speaking of teenagers in school, your teenager doesn't know how to make a bed? Come on. Fix it. Oh, this is horrible. We'll talk about this and so much more coming up next at 850 WFPL. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> it's the South Florida Morning Show. Jennifer Ross, Bill Adams had a, a couple of days off. He'll be back sometime next week. Got a feeling he's going to call Monday and say, not coming in. <laughs> Gone. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't nice. blame him. Okay. I mean, considering the two of you filled in for four months while I was at home. So yeah, who's counting? I did. Every <laughs> single day. Trust me. It well, was you're, not fun being home. You're back now, so that's all that matters. It, yeah, and, and I have no vacation time, so oh, I'm geez. here all year. <laughs> enjoy enjoy, enjoy the meal. Uh, Dean are filling in for Bill over there. Uh, a couple of things. South Korea. Keep on telling you, no one's paying attention a little chubby. North Korea? Well, South Korea is, oh. is sounding the alarm because little Chubby, his daughter and his sister, his sister wasn't around, by the way, hmm. when he fired those last uh, missiles. That'd be little Chubby, Kim Jong-un from North Korea. 
Anyway, as you call him, yes. I call him Little Chubby. He wasn't Little Chubby during COVID. He lost he lost a bunch of weight, and then we didn't see him. And then there was rumors that he was dying and that his sister was taking over. And I told you, you don't want that because at least we know the monster that Little Chubby is. His sister, she's a lunatic. And then all of a sudden, she wasn't with him. The last time they showed him in public, it was his daughter. Right. And she's got those cold, dark shark eyes. She's not good. She's not. I'm looking at her going, that's not good either. Anyway. He fired a number of cruise missiles into the uh, right off the coast of the Sea of Japan near South Korea this morning. Well, he keeps talking about you know nuclear war and shooting nuclear warheads, and they they uh, recruited what was it eighty thousand or eight hundred eight hundred thousand get the number right yes. in a day in a day mm-hmm. signed everybody up to be part of their army to fight against the evil imperialists. That's it, and those eerie, evil imperialists would be South Korea and the United States. That's right. Our forces are having joint military drills. They started last week. They know this. They tell little chubby this is going on. We're doing these drills. It's it's all about who has the bigger missile. That's all this is about. And it happens every year. And happens all the time. This guy is always you know trying to flex his muscles, shooting off missiles. I mean, it's honestly a waste of missiles, isn't it? I mean, he's just always shooting them into the sea. I, I don't get it. You know, it is. It's like I have this and you don't, but we have more of them. I, I we do don't get it. Uh, speaking more of. Uh, because of China's wonderful new relationship with Russia or renewed relationship with Russia, uh, we have decided, that being the U.S. military, to speed up the delivery of – they're called Abrams tanks? Mm-hmm. And, and, and why are they called Abrams tanks? That is after a military person. I'm assuming it's named after somebody. Okay. I'd like to have a tank named after I like me. how you thought I was going to know that answer. I, I, well, I, you know everything else. <laughs> and, and if not, you Google a lot faster I, than I, the rest of I us. I could always try to Google. But we're giving uh, Abrams tanks, and I, I don't know the – and I apologize. I didn't do my research. I didn't have time at 2.30 this morning to look up what an Abrams tank actually does. But instead of building new ones for Ukraine, we are going to modify the ones we currently have or the ones that are already there. And put them in service sooner than later. Yeah, that's right. They want to try to send it over there. And maybe this is in response to China and Russia meeting together. Even though, Jen, it was all about peace. They said it was all about peace, that they don't want any nuclear war, that they want to end the war in Ukraine, that you know they, they want to have talks with Ukraine, that even President Xi wants to go and speak with Zelensky. It was I all like good. I, it was I, all good things. I want to know right? why there's there's twelve steps to to this to the the peace agreement. Yeah, they signed their treaty together. Actually, one thing that was pretty big was that uh, Putin said he's going to be using the Chinese uh, yen. I think it's called yan yen. Um, their their currency is using Chinese currency to do, uh, deal with Asia and China instead of U.S. currency. Hmm. They're not using the dollar anymore in yeah. Russia. You don't think that speaks volumes? It sure does. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the uh, Abrams tank. Oh, you looked it up. I did. <laughs> Named after General Abrams. That's correct. General Creighton Williams Abrams Jr. Wow. Commanded military operations in Vietnam, actually, not that long ago. Holy cow. Served as chief of staff of the Army from 72 until his death in 74. The M1 Abrams tank was originally designed by Chrysler Defense, and is now, which is now General Dynamics. So it's, I mean, it's, it's, you know, one of the main tanks that the uh, U.S. military uses. I always, I, I, my, one of my biggest fantasies, <laughs> remember the guy, I don't know if you were around, remember the guy in L.A. got in the tank and just rolled over cars? 
Oh, I remember the video. I don't remember actually seeing it live, but I do remember seeing he the video. He fulfilled one of my greatest dreams. Just wanted to run I, over things? I just want to get in a tank and get on 95, and people that don't know how to drive, they, just like push them out of the way. Not they, run them over, just push them out of the way. They killed that guy, didn't they? Wasn't he like absolutely insane? Oh, well, everything. he took a tank. Yeah. I mean, come on. Where did he get that tank? Some military base. Was he, he a military it. guy? I don't know. You're asking, you're asking questions. I don't know. I, mean, I have to go do research now, okay? See, now I'm asking you Now you're making, making me go do research. I thought research. you knew more about the story. No, all I remember was the guy stole the tank and he just ran over cars. I was like, oh my God. For all I know, you were out there covering it live. I don't know. It was in LA. <laughs> That's all right. Jeez. <laughs> That's fine. You're doing your thing. Okay, rapid fire is coming up next. <laughs> yes, it is. That's I true. have a whale of a tale to tell you. Good. And it involves a Florida guy. Oh, really? Yeah. This is inc- this is probably one of the most incredible stories you'll hear today. Oh no! Wait a minute. The Jimmy G story far surpasses oh, everybody. I do know about this. I'm looking forward to seeing how you're going to wordcraft this. Actually, Jimmy Garoppolo, your boyfriend. Oh my God! I, and you know what? The minute I saw this, and I'm thinking, boy, ladies, you are so right. Anyway, <laughs> we'll have these stories and more coming up next in Rapid Fire at 8:50 WFDL. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. That's where we all come up with stories. We go around the room and everybody else chimes in. Bill has the day off. I'm Jennifer Diener filling in over there. This has a Florida connection. I'm assuming this guy's like a professional captain. You know, it's a professional crew. If you have a, a large boat or if you know somebody or you heard a story about somebody who has a large yacht, they have a crew that... You know, they come in and they move the ship from, you know, New York to Florida or from, you know, England here or whatever the case may be. I think this is the story about Rick Rodriguez. He's from the Keys. He and three of his friends, they were at the beginning. They were 10 days, actually. My mistake, 13 days. This is why it was the 13th day. Into their 3,500-mile trek from the oh, Galapagos geez. Islands to French Polynesia. Oh, they weren't kidding around with that trip. Yeah, so the, it's a, they were on a 44-foot sailboat in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Oh, my gosh. As, as Rick puts it, the second pizza had just come out of the oven. Excuse I was dip- me? <laughs> it's a nice ship. <laughs> a second pizza had just come out of the oven. I was dipping a slice into some ranch dressing when, bam, the back of the ship <laughs> lifted violently upward into the sky, and we knew the boat was destined to sink. Oh my gosh, that is scary. What the heck happened here? They get giant squid, a sea monster, the Kraken. What's going on? Moby Dick. Oh. 44-foot vessel. They all jumped into the lifeboat. And it was a very large lifeboat, thank goodness. And thank goodness they all knew what they were doing. And as they got into the lifeboat, they could see off of the starboard side a huge whale. It's spin out of the water on its side right after it crashed into their boat and sank it. Do we have any idea what type of whale this was? I mean, I know, you know, pretty much it can be any one. They're all huge. I guess. <laughs> don't know. A back, a gray whale. I mean, but how? Sperm what are whale, they, a blue whale. What are the? Uh, it could have been a blue whale. I mean, aren't they the biggest? But they this are. is a 44-foot ship. Oh they got sunk. Yeah. Fortunately, 10 hours later, they, they were able to. For, okay, here's the difference between a professional crew and somebody who knows what they're doing and, right. and people like me that would just kind of languish. Oh, I, they I sent signals out before. <laughs> the lifeboat had signals. It had like radar, you know, those little ping things so okay. they could find them. I'm sure it, they had flare guns. Yeah, so it took uh, about 10 hours. And then the Rolling Stones, not the group, a boat owned by a guy named Jeff Stone saved them. Oh. And they're they're all fine. But the, the ship no longer. 
But can you imagine? You're in the middle of the ocean and a whale lands on top of you. What a chance. (laughs) Go buy a lottery ticket quick. Yeah, I mean, no one's going to believe you. This is actually making national news now, I think, by the way, this story. They were on the Today Show earlier. Yeah, it didn't take long. Here we are. We're all fine. But it's pretty wild. Incredible story. Well, I'm going all feel-good stories here for the final rapid fire of the day because we do end at 9 today and the rest of the week with Bill being on vacation. We uh, decided doesn't to like cut to work short. Tonight. No, gosh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is the final rapid fire of the day, so I'll keep it light because this guy, I think, is, is living my dream. There is a man, okay, who decided, you know what? I just want to go to all the Disney parks around the world. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> this is you. They call him a dedicated Disney fan. His name is it's a great name, by the way. It's, uh, this might be made up. I don't know. But it says his name is Nathan Firesheets. Oh, that is a great name. It is, right? Yeah, that's a good name. Nathan Firesheets, or as his buddies call him, Nate Fire. I don't know. I just made that up. They say <laughs> once he's a hot one. Yeah. Like the, nice. That he wanted to go to all the Disney parks around the world. So he did it. 12 theme parks across the globe in 12 days. Oh, come Okay, how much money does this guy have? Apparently, come on. he's pretty well off that where his parents are. Shanghai. Yes, because he started in Paris, and he wanted to try to ride all the rides he possibly could. You know, if they're operating, if they're down, whatever, maybe the rides aren't done yet. So, 12 days, 12 parks around the world, all 216 rides that he could ride. And he did it. It's the Disney Global Ride Challenge. Apparently, this is a thing for, for you know big Disney fans who have a lot of money. They can go around the world and go to every park. That's crazy. He started on March 8th at Disneyland Paris. Okay. And ended here in Orlando on this, uh, this past Sunday, actually, at Magic Kingdom. So the days in between, he went to uh, Shanghai and then Hong Kong. Tokyo. Oh, I didn't know they had three. Yeah, I forgot about that, actually. Jeez. Tokyo Disney Sea. I'm not even sure what that is. Is that a cruise ship? I'm not sure. I would assume. I would assume, right? Disneyland, Disney California Adventure, Epcot Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, and then in Magic Kingdom. So he ended in Orlando and did all four Orlando parks. Okay, considering, is there like a special group rate you get for going to all these parks? <laughs> because I mean, it costs like... to give a discount? Yeah, well, I'm just saying, yeah. It costs like, if you think, if you went today and you just drove up to Disney and you could get in because you're going to make a reservation now. Right. But you could get in. It's like a buck sixty a person a day, right? Yeah, it's it, about... It, about that, right? eighty something, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah. So figure 200 bucks if you get a hot dog per person, per day. And he went and around. This guy and did went it. around the world. He's got around too much money and too much time. Well, then I hate him. On that note, he did not disclose how much money he spent on the yeah, project. Yeah, of course, I'm sure that had a lot to do with it. <laughs> I will disclose this, and I agree. Wait, with you hate him? I'm sorry. It sounds like I, I said that was supposed to be a fun story. It sounds like it made you angry. I'm sorry. He did. <laughs> Who has that kind of money? That kind of time? That's true. Kind of makes me sick as well. <laughs> <laughs> I can't afford to go up the street to Disney World. Oh my gosh! This guy goes around the world. Anyway, yes. <laughs> Who's my favorite football player, Diener? Oh, Jimmy G. Jimmy Garoppolo. G. That's because Tommy doesn't play anymore. Yeah. Jimmy G. Jim, and I can remember when the Patriots hired Jimmy Garoppolo. Bill looked over me and he goes, Jen, you are going to love Brady's backup. <laughs> and uh-huh. he showed me Jimmy G. I actually made you find him. What, 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 where was that when you went and got the picture for me? I hunted him down at the <laughs> Super Bowl when I oh, went down to Miami. Was, okay. 
when it was uh, the Chiefs against the 49ers because he was the quarterback of the 49ers. Well, he now plays and signed a three-year deal worth $72 million bucks poultry. Just Yeah, he got paid by the boy, Raiders. He got, boy, did he ever, yeah. to go play with Las Vegas. But he gets some extra special benefits because two workers at the Chicken Ranch Brothel because That's you get the a, name of it. Chicken yes, Ranch the brothel? Chicken Ranch Brothel. You get to remember it is legal in Nevada. It okay. is. Remember the what was the Bunny Ranch? The Bunny Ranch, yeah. It's about sixty miles away from Las Vegas, by the way. The Chicken Ranch Brothel. The oh, wow. women oh, there, yeah, two there. women there, have offered Jimmy G whatever he wants for free for life. Oh my! Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! Oh Jimmy! <laughs> and I'm thinking, Woo. he doesn't have to go there. He can come to my house. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Have you seen Jimmy G? I oh have. my God! I, I oh my God! The interviewed guy him and took questions oh and my. took pictures of him for you. And and he was my he was on my uh, Facebook page. Oh my. my okay. Anyway, <laughs> you're right along. over there. Yeah, no, I'm not. I he's so nice to look at. Okay. Oh boy, that's pretty wild though. Must be <laughs> uh, amazing. Must be nice to be single as a single good looking Italian quarterback and having people and have uh, money too. Yeah, have money and having. He's uh, so cute. You know. How old is he? Professionals offer you free services. <laughs> I'm sure he'll get a lot of other free things there yeah. while he's there. How old is he? I think he's a. I think he's got to be in his early 30s by now. Oh, he's I old. Think. Yeah, over he's the hill, old man. Jeez. So, <laughs> whoo. Okay, I'll finish along, off with please. this. <laughs> I think this one. I think you're gonna like. I don't think it's gonna okay. make you angry. Okay. I thought this was hilarious. There's a small Australian town. Okay. Okay. With about 70 people in it. Oh 70. my goodness. My street happening? has more. Yeah, uh, you're not kidding. What's happening in this small, tiny, rural Australian town? Well, just before Christmas, a mystery started to take place. Aliens? As, no, but maybe they're the ones who are responsible. Sculptures of the minions from the what? Despicable <laughs> Me movies started appearing randomly throughout this tiny town in Australia. Oh, come on. So obviously a resident. <laughs> Nobody knows where they're coming from. <laughs> They're just these sculptures, <laughs> handmade sculptures of the minions. Oh, that's hysterical. Despicable Me. They're all dressed up in different things. There's one that's like a reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> they started around Christmas time. And the only lead that they have to who might be doing this was a video. Believe it or not, there's, you know, some type of video camera security footage in this tiny, tiny town in Australia. But they said the only footage they had was some person they couldn't make out and another person dressed as Santa Claus <laughs> as they placed <laughs> the minion statues on one of the properties. Oh, it's hysterical. It's now gotten to the point that there's more minion statues than there are properties. <laughs> they're just everywhere. <laughs> so they still don't know where they're coming from, but they keep appearing. Everybody has these things all all over the place. Oh, how cute. With it. They so they got bright, are they yellow, like the minions? Bright yellow. This reindeer one is brown and yellow and has antlers. Oh, that's hysterical. They said, actually, <laughs> I like this story, you're right. Oh, it's too funny. But there, there is one guy. Oh, no. Who has a theory. Oh, oh, I, oh, I was going to say, grumpy old man, get that minion off my yard. <laughs> I saved the best for last year. <laughs> There's a man named Shane Goninyon. Bless you. He's the owner of Mountainside Wines, which is the only business in the town. He has oh, a so they're, a bunch, they're a bunch of drunks. Yeah, that's right. It's <laughs> <He's> the <laughs> only business, and it's a winery. These guys are plastered. <laughs> they're drunk all day. He has a theory, though, as to where this is coming from. You drunk ready for minions? this? No, no. He says he thinks it's coming from a local resident named Daniel Bucky Buckingham. Why does he think it's him? Why? Because he lives on a property that bears a sculpture of Gru from the <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so hello! <laughs> Where do you think these are coming from? <laughs> oh, it's like, come on. You missed you buried the lead. It's a winery. <laughs> yes. Sounds like they're having fun I over think there. They're right drunk. Now. The little Australian town of what, called uh, Warak. Warak. Good for them. Yes. I might have to go there. In Watch, Vic- it's gonna be it's gonna become a big tourist attraction now because of the minions all it's, over the place. It's in Victoria, Australia, if you want to go check it out. Okay. Where everything is trying to kill you, except the minions. Except the minions. Okay. Uh, When we get back, all good stuff. It's our junk drawer segment, as we call it, stuff we haven't gotten to. Uh, A great story about how your kids don't know how to do any housework. This is not good. No. What what, what, what did we do wrong as parents is what I want to know. It's all coming up next at 850 WFTL. The South Florida Morning Show. Jennifer Ross, Bill Adams has the week off. He'll be back sometime next week, taking a couple of days next week as well. Diener filling in. Uh, we call this our junk drawer segment where we get to stories we haven't been able to, but it is day three of the indictment watch on Donald Trump. He has not been indicted yet. They say maybe this afternoon. Don't expect a big arrest. It'll be arranged with the Secret Service, Trump, and the yeah, Calvin exactly. Bragg. It's going to be very... He'll probably show up at the police station, you know, at the... Uh, district attorney's office, two in the afternoon, kiss baby, sign autographs, and leave. It all has to be very orderly, because it does. It has to be, and we actually had one of our listeners call in earlier uh, on a break to also make the point, and it's true. It's something that has to be organized with the Secret Service. This isn't like you're arresting you know, a normal citizen. If they're going to actually arrest him yes. and put him in handcuffs, which I know is what they want, if they indict him, if and when, I don't know, then it's not going to be like they're running him down the streets and, you know, or taking him out of the house like they did with oh, Roger Stone. Remember did that? Did you see the pictures I AI did. came up with? And they posted those <laughs> yesterday. This artificial intelligence puts up pictures of Trump being arrested in all these various scenarios. And people thought it was true. <laughs> He's like, sprinting oh down God. the street with his tie <laughs> waving in the air, the panel going his face blowing. is getting tackled by cops. <laughs> it's like, come on, people. Jeez. It's craziness. All right. Uh, we're done at 9 o'clock because Diener doesn't want to work past 9 o'clock when Bill's on vacation. Accurate. Uh, the <laughs> jackpot for the Mega Millions, $302 million for Friday night. There was no winner last night. Are you going? Are you going after the show? That's why we're in the N9, so you can be first in line this morning. Buy my tickets. Lottery You're ticket. not kidding. It was a sauce-splattered crime scene. Oh, no. 39-year-old in Marion County. That's where Ocala is. Oh, okay. Ocala. We, uh, which is really Ocala. We call it <laughs> Ocala. His name is Ortelio Alfonso. He's been what? arrested. Police responded to a residence after a 911 hang-up. By the way, if you call 911 and hang up, they show up because they think you're in distress. Mm-hmm. When they arrived, they found a woman with pizza sauce across the left side of her face, maybe a pepperoni or two stuck to her shirt. What happened? The report says there was oh, also no, remnants of pizza in her hair. <laughs> please, what is going on? Ortizio, whatever his name is, Alfonso, <laughs> admitted to slapping his wife across the face with a pizza pizza. Oh, my gosh. She's fine. He was arrested. Why? In that time frame of them calling 911 and hanging up, she didn't clean up? She didn't, <laughs> she didn't take the pizza and the pepperoni <laughs> off her face and hair and clothes? you got to have evidence, Diener. Come I mean, on. I guess so. And who slaps somebody with a slice of pizza? <laughs> Waste a good piece yes. of pizza. <laughs> Must oh have been crappy pizza. What is wrong with Maybe that's people? why he slapped her, because it was crappy pizza. Good A gosh. man visiting Palm Beach County from Delaware scored a big prize. What Peter Sullivan from Millsboro, Delaware, wherever that may be. I know a Peter Sullivan, but he doesn't match the description oh, okay. of this. So. Anyway, he bought a Gold Rush Limited scratch-off ticket. You get it? He won the grand prize of $5 bucks. 
Wow. Took it back to Delaware with him. <laughs> See yeah, you so later. How does Bye. it work? So if he's visiting, yeah. I've always wondered that. Like if I went to, I don't know, Tennessee. And you bought a ticket and you won? Yeah. You'd have to go back to Tennessee. Okay. So you have to go and where you bought it. The only reason I know that is when I was in California, I bought a lottery ticket and I won 20 bucks. And they would only redeem it in California. So I sent it to my brother. I said, go have a hamburger Oh, that's me. funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Let me fly back out to California <laughs> like to get this $20. $20. Great. I was all excited, though, that I won. Yeah, sure. Survey asked parents with teenagers. Mm-hmm. This will be you someday, Diener. Oh, uh, yes. How their kids were with chores. 90% said their kids lack at least some, at least some, lack at least some 90? domestic skills. 90%? 29% of these teenagers couldn't make a bed. Are you kidding me? I mean, you got to learn that at some point, right? 41% would struggle with ironing a shirt. Not I can understand because I used to bring all mine to the cleaners. I yes. don't like ironing. Ironing is kind of like, I don't know, is it one of those things that's like a lost art form now? Yeah, probably. I used, to, I used to iron. I can still do it if I needed to. This this, this disgusts me. 26% have never cleaned their bathroom. Oh, no. Uh, no, nah, it's not good. Okay. Come 18% on. leave dirty dishes in their bedroom. That was my youngest. Uh, I would find science projects underneath the bed all the time. You'd be like, <laughs> what are you doing to me? Anyway, Come 23% on, parents. of parents don't think their teens could vacuum a room. Come on. Get all it right, together. Come on. That's this is lot. like really stupid. Are do you something. Making our kids that lazy these days? Come on. I guess so. Get up and do something. <laughs> girl, girl, by the, short. girl by the name of Cora Lamai. Yeah. She was on a rafting trip. And Spencer Griner, I don't know. This is a guy. Same okay. river. She was in Colorado on the Colorado River 13 years ago. Her kayak capsized. She went over. She lost her camera. And she died. No. Oh, okay. She was all upset, though, because she was with her boyfriend, and then she lost all these pictures from this great vacation they took. I see. Spencer Griner, same river, walking along it the other day, sees a camera sticking out of the sand on the side of the river. No way. Picks it up. It's Coral Amais. Figures, you know what? Maybe if I stick this, take this thumb drive and stick it in my computer, maybe it'll work. All the pictures saved. Posted it on social media. Said, hey, I found this camera with some of these pictures. Here's one, a girl on a canoe. Found her in about 20 minutes. She really? Gave, gave her all the pictures. Wow. Isn't that cool? That is cool, actually. What are the odds? I would say, what kind of camera that is, because I want to buy yeah. one. Submerged in the water for, for 13, 13 years? years? Wow. Speaking of submerged in the water, thank yes. you for that segue. I leave you with this. Yes, please. You ever go through customs? And yeah. they check your bags uh-huh. and all those. Happened to me coming back from Hawaii. The little beagle loved my bag. Couldn't understand why he was being so nice. Had something to do with the pineapple that uh, I had inside it. Yes. Custom officials in Detroit. It was pineapple, not Pineapple Express, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> After finding six living snails inside a suitcase oh, from a geez. traveler who flew in from Ghana, and you think, well, what's the big deal? The creatures were giant African snails. Oh. They're prohibited. They're an invasive breed. Why? They're the size of an adult fist. Oh, my God. They, they eat more than 500 types of plants, produce, peanuts, beans, cucumbers, trees, flowers, tree bark, paint, stucco, everything. Jeez, stucco. Those are big snails. Those are big snails. Fortunately, these snails, they were captured. When they asked the guy what he was going to do with them, he said, them good eating. Ah, there it is. (laughs) (laughs) Can I have some snail soup, I suppose? I don't know. We leave you on that note. Am I done? Yes. We're done. We'll be back tomorrow morning. morning. It's 6 o'clock. We can't thank you enough to join us. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow.